Welcome to this week's episode of EG Like Sunday Morning. This week featuring everyone's favourite news editor, Pui Guan Man, and the legend that is Damien Wilde, EG's Director of Market Development, for the time being at least. Uh, how are you both this week? Good, thanks. Good. Good. Busy. Very well. The year is properly in swing, isn't it? Last, last week was mercifully quiet. This week, not so much. And we've we've reached that tricky tricky stage where it's difficult to know whether you can say Happy New Year to someone you've only just seen for the first time as well. What are your thoughts? I go for it still. Go for it still, all the way to March for you. Oh, for me, that ended on the fourth or the fifth. I mean, that yeah, it's over now. Okay. <laughs> you know. There I won't be it to you then, Pui. <laughs> Uh, your your social questions answered right here on Easy Like Sunday Morning. Um, so let's start by grappling uh, straight away with the elephant in the podcast. Um, it isn't often that one of our EGLSM cast is right at the heart of one of the big real estate stories of the week, but that is the case this week. Uh, Damien, um, you have huge news, which though rather sad uh, for us, it's very exciting for you. So for anyone listening who somehow missed all the buzz on social media, what's happening in your life? Well, you can't see me squirming on a podcast, can you? But, <laughs> no. but believe me, I am. I'm much more used to talking about other people than I am <laughs> myself. But I've spent a considerable chunk of this week uh, talking about myself. And it, it is exciting. I've, I've been with EG for 12 and a half years now, uh, enjoyed it thoroughly. It's a very difficult place to leave, not least because of the people, include very much including those on this, <laughs> on this podcast, um, but many others beside. But I'm leaving to become uh, MD of Ing. Um, built environment PR and comms agency and I'm very excited about that that will be in the summer and mm. yeah it um, it got a lot of attention this week which I was enormously flattered by um, but but uh, but yes made slightly uncomfortable by as well some very nice photos as well there were there were some very nice very nice photos and the only thing that surprised me actually was you know there were some very nice shots you know individually and collectively with the the team there Leanne, Tony and uh, and Dom as well but the shot that I thought would get the most attention which was me and Leanne's dog Iggy didn't actually and you yeah. know that that's what social media is built upon isn't it yeah that, well that's Both what caught my attention I was going to ask you about that it seemed that that was the the secret weapon they they employed to lure you over well, as much as there are great people at EG who are hard to leave behind, I won't be leaving totally behind. There are great people over there, but there are more great pets in the office over there than there are at EG. <laughs> Maybe something we should be looking at. Uh, uh, you, what do you so. think? A hundred percent. I think we need to start a review. Um, yes. But as you mentioned, you you are you're not leaving uh, immediately. You're going to be with us uh, until the summer. So so what, what what do you have planned for the the next few months, and what are you going to be working on while while we still have you to call upon? Well, I'm very available for lunches. Obviously, I'll, I'll get I'll get that <laughs> in first. You know, an ex protracted, extended milk to goodbye. This one, but uh, but no, I moved into a new role at EG last year, market development role, looking at where the the sector was heading and how we should respond. And we did a lot of background work last year 
um, around that and identifying those trends, more confirming, you know, it doesn't take genius to work out that ESG is uh, is impactful, um, but exactly what, what we should be doing about that and what should we should be doing with others uh, is what I want to focus on over the next five or six months or so and get something out the door that, that responds to that. And we've, um, we've been working with partners in the industry and for a particular ESG product, we're going to start testing it with customers next week. And uh, I'm really optimistic about that. I'm really excited about that as well good glad to hear it and and pui uh, as we head beyond the summer i can only imagine you'll be looking forward to big scoops and exclusives coming your way from uh, from mr wild absolutely absolutely <laughs> oh, i'm getting a look i'm nodding <laughs> i'm nodding um yeah i mean congratulations uh, uh damien uh, again i mean it's, it's a great role and we will miss you very much but yes i'm sure we will continue to to cross paths it's a small world after all <laughs> Very much is. And uh, yeah, I'm, you know, we're, what are we, six or uh, five minute walk from Liverpool Street uh, down Bishopsgate. If you head the other way for five or six minutes, I'm, I'm only up there. So yeah, you'll, you'll be seeing more of me than you'd uh, wish for, perhaps. Hopefully more, more than we've seen of you over the last two years or so. <laughs> well, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> um, and Pui, uh, I know uh, that there is very little you enjoy more than reading massive reports uh, about the RICS uh, and this week uh, delivered another one for your, your reading pleasure uh, in the form of the keenly awaited independent review of real estate investment valuations. Uh, how long was this one uh, and, and what are some of its headline points? Yeah, so this one was slightly more bite-sized at 81 pages uh, compared to the 467 uh, page um, delight last time. No, no, it was all it, it was all um, good and, and very insightful actually. Um, so, um, so yes, this week um, Peter Pira Gray's uh, long-awaited independent report um, for the RICS into investment valuations uh, was published, and in it, uh, 13 key recommendations that have since been accepted by um, the RICS's standards reviews board and, and will be put into action. And so these. Um, they all range really um, from, you know, a new valuation compliance officer function at all the major firms to a new regulatory sort of quality assurance panel that will be um, governing um, everything. Um, and then using also the discounted cash flow model as the main methodology rather than yields and strengthening audit trails as well, tracking meetings between clients and valuers. I mean, it's just a, that's just a few of them, but these are kind of generally touted to be a sort of so-called wake up call for the industry mm. and establish uh, a system that's fit for the modern world. Um, so um, yeah, I mean, I'm still I'm still gathering some uh, reaction and views from the industry, but um, so far it's been broadly positive, I'd say. Um, yeah, I know you're you're following this recording with a, a dedicated podcast uh, on the review, aren't you? I am indeed. Um, yes, so we'll be going a bit more in depth uh, on the implications um, for the industry uh, with uh, more coverage next week in the magazine and here on EG Podcast too. So do keep um, an eye out and an ear out. Eye, ear. Both. Um, yeah. Possibly <laughs> a nose as well, just to uh, make yeah. sure. <laughs> um, and uh, if I may bring some Damien uh, in here as well, as someone who is uh, a major industry figure and, and you, you have been dealing with the RICS over many years, what, what do you make of this review? 
Well, it was a long time coming, wasn't it? Not not just the uh, the rumoured length of time it sat in a, a bottom drawer uh, at uh, Rick's HQ there, but um, but this has been talked about for as long as I can remember. The you know the need to you know revisit, re-examine, um, re reimagine valuations, and I enjoyed your your line, which I think was insightful, um, Pui, that uh, that the surveying firms have escaped uh, and enforced accountancy style separation of services, audit and other services. And I, th- I thought, what would listeners to this podcast want? They'd want a history of audit scandals. So <laughs> I, was just, I was just reminding myself of that. And, uh, you know, in the accountancy world, and I was very much in that world before I joined um, EG, covering some of these audit scandals, not not all that I'll, I'll mention, but, you know, that, there's a history of 100 years there you know and it, it really reached its heyday in the 80s with Barlow Clowes and then uh, Polypec, BCCI these will all be familiar to to many listeners equitable life as we went through the 90s and then you know really hit a golden age of audit scandals as the 90s moved into the noughties with Enron and Worldcom and uh, and all that followed there Bernie Madoff, Freddie Mac, Lehman you, you can throw all of these names there and I mentioned that not to um, not to show you know how weird my own um, private interests are away from the world <laughs> of real estate. But really just just to show that even though real estate has escaped it for now, you know, that's that enforced separation in the world of audit came after three or four decades of um, you know, of relentless chat that this should happen, this should be the solution. So I wonder whether it's more of an escape for now than an escape forever. And I think there will be a lot of um, you know, attention won't lessen in this area, particularly as we, you know, come out of the difficult time we're in now. Mm. Sounds like you've got a book idea in there, Damien. I don't know whether you'll you'll find time with it with all, with everything you've got going on. But do you think that would fly off the shelves? A history of audit scandal? <laughs> I, I, I imagine. <laughs> yeah. uh, there have there have been books on this. Uh, J.R. Hartley would buy a reading list. Who's listening? Yeah, and and um, uh, what of your uh, what have you made of the, the recent difficulties the RACS has faced as well, Damien? I mean, Pui and I have talked about it uh, quite a lot on, on episodes of EGLSM before, but what's been your perspective on, on the crisis? Well, I've, I've listened to all of that discussion and read uh, read the, the coverage, but I mean, there is a dearth of, le- there has been a dearth of leadership hasn't there? And, you know, I think if, you, if you're trying to be um, objective and detached, you can see how it happens, you know, that you you remove yourself from a situation and you assume uh, that what you're doing is the right thing. And, you you know, you start to, you know, the checks and balances aren't quite as thorough as they once were, but it, it feels like you're doing the right thing. And, you, could, you know, you can see in Downing Street, can't you as well, to draw a, a crude parallel today, and that's probably an unfair parallel. Um, as well. But I think, you know, th- this has to be a line in the sand and, uh, you know, it has to be a, um, a turning point. And now this report is out there, you know, the new governance, governance structures are being put in. Um, it's really important. But I would say for the rest of the industry, whether it's um, the property advisors group, the old Windsor group or um, or any other representative organisation in the industry, it, it's no good, um, you know, shouting once you know, well, it's, it's no good trying to shut the stable door once the horse is bolted. You ha- you have to um, you know make it clear when uh, something isn't working properly, as it hasn't been at Ricks for for too long, unfortunately, and have to you know have to speak out really because I think a lot of um, a lot of very public pronouncements came 
probably came too late. There were conversations behind the scenes, but I know from talking to people over the years that you know there was a great deal of unhappiness mm. there. I think it it can't stay behind closed doors next time. I imagine you'd echo that sentiment, Pui. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, there's still, um, it's one of those um, things as well, I suppose, where the, in a way, I feel like everything has only just, just begun more than it is, uh, you know, than anything else. So I guess we'll be um, interested to see what happens with uh, Lord Lord Bishar's um, um, consultation. Um, I, I believe the call for evidence is, is ending uh, this month, actually. So, um, so yes, uh, feedback should be going there. <laughs> That should be some more re reading material for you later in the year then, I guess. Oh, yes, yes. <laughs> Plenty more to come, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> OK, right. Uh, now it's time for uh, the eagerly awaited quiz of the week. Now, Damien, I can't actually recall whether you faced this the last time you were on EGLSM uh, or whether you avoided it somehow. I have. I think I've been on twice and I've uh, faced it once. And right. uh, Sam How was, did you do? Uh, was in your chair last time. And um, okay. Fair enough. And couldn't, didn't deliver it anyway, which I was very grateful for. <laughs> anyway, so thanks, Jess. You shall face it now. So uh, for the novelty, David, I'll give you the choice as to whether you would like to go first or second in our little mini quiz penalty shootout. Uh, I don't know. I thought you were going to say I'll give you a head start there, but um, <laughs> against the EG News editor. Um, I don't know. I'll go first. I think You'll go first. first. Question's easier. Uh, who can say? Uh, not for well, you. <laughs> yes, yeah, sure, I could say, uh, but I won't. Uh, okay, question one, Damien. How much does Michael Gove want developers to stump up for his new deal for cladding remediation? I think it's four billion. It is four billion pounds. One nil to Damien. Pui, which agency this week recorded extraordinarily strong trading in 2021 with performance significantly ahead of expectations? Um, that would be Savills. That would be Savills, one one. Some soft, gentle ones to, uh, to, to to tease you into the quiz. Now we're on to our missing word uh, headline questions. Um, Damien, AY to use blank for routine agency tasks. Can you fill in the blank? Robots. It is robots. This is very exciting news uh, from Averson Young, uh, which wants every member of staff to have their own robot. Um, Damien, six months left as... Director of Market Development, I very much hope that you can bring in a similar policy, e.g. before you uh, you head out the door. You haven't been into the office for a while, have you? <laughs> it's full of robots. Uh, Pui, uh, your second question to, to tie things up. Helical sets out plans to convert to a blank. Um, to a REIT. It is to a REIT, yes. It's not It's not continuing the robot themes. It is not converting to a transformer or anything exciting like that. It's converting to a REIT. The change will come into effect in April. Pity. <laughs> OK, so now we are on to our diary page questions. This could settle it. Uh, Damien, WFZ is our mini headline for a story about a chartered surveyor who spent the entirety of 2021 working remotely from where? Zimbabwe. It is Zimbabwe. Three out of three. What a performance from Damien Wilde. Pui, can you level it up? Which BBC drama shown over Christmas made the diary page this week for its focus on prop tech and bizarre lease terms? Um, I mean, I, I mean, I've watched a lot of <laughs> I, I, 
I didn't I'm, I didn't see anything about prop tech. Um, I'm just going to I'm going to take a guess. Doctor Who. I don't it wasn't know. Doctor Who. Damien, would you have got this one correct? I would have done, actually. But I didn't and watch the program. The Girl Before. It is, was The Girl Before, the four-part Girl Before. What? Where you should, you have to check it out. <laughs> I In will. the most bizarre least terms you could imagine. Oh, okay. Uh, Damien, <laughs> congratulations. What a week for you. Uh, you know, I, I imagine this is the most exciting thing that has happened to you in the last seven days. Well, you say that, but on Tuesday I got Wordle in two. Oh my goodness, you did not. Stra straight up. Uh, what, what was the, what, you know, you talk us through it. <laughs> but anyway, you have triumphed over Pui, no less, one of our, our foremost quiz performers three two well done uh, so uh, very many thanks to you both for joining me uh, Damien I do hope we can entice you back uh, again a time or two before the summer arrives I'd love to it would be an honour excellent and Pui uh, I hope that you'll be with us again very soon I have no doubt <laughs> <laughs> you have been listening to EG like Sunday morning <laughs>